about the things people love to hate, hate to love. And we're your hosts, Shelby and Matt. Yes, we are Coming here. Coming to the end of the year, finally. Yes. Our fi- well, Thank I was going to say our Jesus. final episode, but last last week of this, but not yeah. our final episode because that will be on Thursday. Yes, yes, yes. This is the final week of this year for this podcast. Yes, because I'm going to Paris for Christmas. Oh my gosh, Christmas in Paris, can you imagine? Oh my gosh, so I won't be able to record, I'll be, you know, You'll be probably with my love French lover. you Eiffel Tower, mm-hmm. eating mm-hmm. cheese and baguettes. With Pierre. And croissant. 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 Je, je m'appelle uh, Mathieu. Could I get the ch- Mathieu. chocolate croissant, please? Uh, Thank you. Je ne sais quoi. If there's ever been somebody that they're not going to be able to peg as a tourist, it's going to be me. <laughs> I'm, I have a beret I'm going to wear. Like, I'm oui. going to blend right in. Allez, allez, salle de bac. Uh, you, you, you speak. Uh, <laughs> uh, getting I dicey here. I lost Shelby. it there. I lost it We're there. We're venturing into territory. But I do take four years in French, so I'm pretty fluent. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, honestly... Some of I'm my like that was in college. that was not giving fluent uh, <clears throat> right there. Je m'appelle Shelby et je dors la bibliothèque. Uh, <laughs> no, ma, <laughs> ma soeur wow. et mon frère. Uh, BYU's la, French la, department really <laughs> not not delivering. Let me tell you that. Yikes. Quatre uh, quatre <laughs> croissants. I would, I would like quatre croissants. You, can, you can't say I would like as part of the. <laughs> je, je, je désirais quatre croissants, s'il vous plaît. Now you're just making things up. No. <laughs> Which, I mean, I can't too. Uh, je devins de la mettre dedans, bosse devant, dévoqué, comme maintenant, je fais de la porte pour rester. Où est vous là? Okay, okay, okay. How you say? You the one who was saying before this? Oh, we gotta, we gotta hurry it up. Rory's in town. Chop, chop. Yeah, yeah. And I'm listening to your Duolingo lesson. Uh, news. End of the year news. Do you have any? I have some. <sighs> Um, end of year news, end of year news, personal or societal? <laughs> uh, I mean, a pop culture, preferably. Pop culture. Uh, yes. Um, let's think. Uh, old news. Uh, why don't you go first? Okay. I'll start with, I feel like, what is the most uh, pressing breaking story, which is that the Jonathan Majors trial wrapped yeah. up and he is guilty. It was a guilty verdict. And then Marvel slash Disney immediately dropped him from all forthcoming projects. Uh, mm-hmm. He he's set to play Kang, or has played in some movies and shows. Who is I guess supposed to be the big bad villain of the end of this round of the Avengers and such. Um, but then when the assault news came out initially 
everything was sort of frozen, but he did pop up this summer in Loki season two or fall, whenever that was, like sort of low key and low key, low key and low key <laughs> season two. Um, but they didn't really advertise him very much. But I think part of that might have been filmed already by the time that the news came out. I'm not sure exactly on the timeline of that, but he will not be making appearances in any subsequent disney or marvel movies so yeah it'll be interesting to see what marvel does because i feel like they've had a bunch of sort of misses recently and they presumably need these big avengers movies to sort of like make up money and and draw people back in but now the fact that they've sort of lost their villain like do they have to go back to the storyboards and sort of rework stuff or are they just going to recast that role like what exactly is going to happen we don't know yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, it's been discussed ad nauseum. It's like, uh, uh, anything they do, it'll probably be messy and probably bad just from how the films have been going lately. Um, but yeah, the Jonathan Majors court stuff was pretty, you know, upsetting, uh, pretty much exactly how it was pegged at the get-go, an audio recording was leaked of him like ranting about how his girlfriend needed to step up and be like a better partner because he needed someone like Michelle Obama or Coretta Scott to like match his uh, meaning to the culture. Um, so how many times have I told you Shelby to step up as a podcast host because I, I need somebody like you need a Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. Yeah. Her so heavy. At the very least. I and know. Oprah dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm looking it's for. really advice we can all live by. Um, it's like, oh, well, maybe he has a point, but not every really. day is payday. <laughs> I swipe my card and I do the nay nay, and that's what you should be doing, Shelby. And I've I, never seen I you do that once. Definitely, I am definitely the backbone of this show. Okay, if if it was up to you, we'd be like, ugh, you wouldn't record a single episode. You'd be like, oh, I have to go to the screening that of this film that no one ever heard of, just so I can say I watched 200 movies this year. Yeah, but oh, you want to know what I have? What's the best one? Star quality. Star <laughs> quality is what I'm bringing to the podcast, baby. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, I really don't have other celebrity news, <laughs> but I have been curious about your take on the nine-month cruise situation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> I got I, – I started following a um, – I bookmarked a tweet that was a woman who was like – this is the beginning of the nine-month cruise. It's going to be a shit show. Bookmark this. I will be keeping close tabs on all of the controversies and the horrible things that befall people. Um, is she on it or is she just... No, g- just like... Aggregate. Yeah. Gathering just, information. Yeah, gathering information. They Very just... Nice, yeah. have, have they left yet? Or yeah, did they no, just they leave? left. They departed. Okay. Um, yeah, very weird. So, uh... Royal Caribbean is hosting one of the longest cruises ever known to man. It's a nine-month cruise going around like the whole I don't world. Know, like all the world. It's going around the world. It's going to all these different like mega sites, like you know the World Wonders and whatnot. And um, so they departed December tenth, and they'll return September tenth next year. <laughs> and it's like you know it's a cruise, which one hell on earth? But two, it costs anywhere from about 50 grand to 105 grand just for the prices listed on their like basic accommodations but then if you wanted a more deluxe suite you had to call for the numbers so it's like this cruise is full of people willing either committed to the bit 
or unhappy with their lives or curious about seeing the world from a floating hotel. I mean, I don't know. I, it, to me, to me, honestly, it feels like the Stanford prison uh, experiment. <laughs> like that's that's the vibe I'm getting is that this is going to turn into a violent uh source of trauma for many a member i guess i guess the question is how often are they allowed off the ship and because like if you're thinking about it as okay it's nine months you're getting to see the world you're spending lots of time off the ship you know you're sort of just like sleeping on there i guess a lot of times and then spending a lot of your days like out in these cities on like excursions and stuff like maybe maybe you can sort of pitch it as like oh it's like traveling around the world for nine months but you get to stay in your apartment you know it's like you still you sort of have a home base so i can see a world in which like you could sort of sell me on this (laughs) you're like i wish someone had approached me but opportunity that being said i saw the tiktoks or whatever of like what the ship looks like and it just like does not look great most most rooms on cruise ships are just well, not even Trashy, the rooms, appalling. but I'm just like like the dining area yeah, and like no, the coffee shop. Like it all sort of looks bad as yeah. stuff the same, being the same Titanic. You know what I mean? No one's putting in the money anymore. It's, well, it's... I think that the Titanic was probably pretty miserable to be on too. Oh well, 100%. all the slaves in the bottom quarters or whatever, <laughs> with the locals, the Irish people just doing <laughs> line dancing. Um, I also think it's just like. I get tired of traveling, you know, after a certain point. You're like, oh, I wish I could just, like, go home. I want a home-cooked meal. Like, I feel like it's going to break down people's psychology because, like, you're trapped. Like, even if you get to go out, it's still, like, you don't get variety. I feel like it's going to start to feel like the bunker in Lost, right? Like, they're going to be Desmond. They're just going to be, like cycling through the same things over and over oh it's monday let's go to the pool one. Oh, tuesday okay i guess we'll go to pool two like but presumably they're gonna be off the ship a lot right because if you're like going up and down like let's say the coast of italy or whatever like yes the ship like needs to move but doesn't the ship usually sail at night at while you're sleeping and then it <laughs> The next morning, you're like in a port somewhere. I think I don't that know. this also sounds hellish. Schedule. I wouldn't want to go on this trip. But the reason why I wouldn't want to go on it is because you're trapped with the people who are on the yes. boat. So it's like, sure, you're going to all these cool places, but you are stuck with this same group of people for nine months. And I feel like the group of people who would sign up for a nine-month cruise are not the type of cool people who I'd want to spend nine months with. So exactly. I think for me, the hell is less of like, being on the cruise boat and whatever, and more of like, who am I going to be stuck with? And I know there's not a lot of space and like, you know, cruise dining or whatever, like you have to eat with other people. Like that's mm-hmm. part of it. You get a table and you're stuck with people. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely unappealing. I've never liked the idea of a cruise. It sounds like all the worst bits of travel, just like shoved into one convenient package. Um, well, it's easy. And so people yeah. who like don't want to put in effort, love a cruise yeah and it's also like i'm sorry like three years ago cruises were the source of all terror and like the idea of being in a quarantine zone on a nine-month 
screws just sounds, it sounds risky. It sounds risky. It sounds like a lot of people will be like, wow, four months in, I probably made a mistake. Like I just, I'm not, I, I feel like there's got to be, you know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. So next year, September 10th, we'll follow up. Uh, oh, I'll be following this actively <laughs> because I bookmarked the tweet. Good for you. Mm. I yeah. can send it if you want it. It just um, feels like Firefest, you know? It feels like an idea that a lot of, at least the people who are making content about it, right? Like the the Gen Z millennials, whatever, who are like, yeah, I did this. Like, watch me paint my nails on deck type thing. I feel like there's no way they really thought about it. Isn't this similar to like Semester at Sea? Isn't that a thing that people do? I don't know. That doesn't sound real. I think um, it's like a study abroad thing, but you're like on a boat in oh, like the, the Mediterranean yeah. Sea. You know what? There's but a... it's all college students. So I feel like it's a different energy. Yeah. I mean, maybe you're More right. Maybe it'll be wonderful and they'll love it and it'll be glorious and everyone will want to start doing this. Maybe this will be the ship of people who survive whatever apocalypse is coming for the rest of us. Maybe they know something we don't know, you know? Uh, yeah, I guess, yes, that's true. But would you want to be a survivor if you were no. stuck on the cruise ship? <laughs> I think I'd just rather die. Yeah, exactly. That's what I've come to terms with more and more is I'm not, I'm not interested in fighting it out. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Mad Max my way through this. Provided it doesn't involve me having to rip out a bunch of my own teeth one by one. Oh my gosh such as our episode last week, I'm fine dying in the apocalypse. Okay. I mean, to be fair, he doesn't rip his own teeth out. It was not a choice. They fell out. Okay. Yeah, but he kept putting his hand in his mouth and no, pulling the teeth out. No, they were already out. Like, that's the point. He wasn't, like, ripping. Like, have you ever felt a loose tooth? Like, honestly, those are my nightmares. Like, my my number one recurring Oh, everybody has teeth. teeth. Everybody has teeth nightmares. And it's that's not, the like, a thing that you can just, like, leave in. It's about control. Matthew, we don't that's have time for that. Okay, it's about no. That's what it means. <laughs> the, if you have teeth nightmares, it means like you have are having control issues. Oh, I mean that's yeah, that's my bread and butter. I mean, <laughs> so there you go. I don't have them that much, honestly. Yeah, you don't. You're famously not controlling. So, am I controlling? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess our podcast schedule revolves around one of us. I don't know if that makes me controlling. <laughs> it's okay. Do it's you okay. want to move it to a different day? No, Matthew, we really don't have to unpack this. I just don't want you to think I'm the only controlling one. I mean, if you have unharbored resentment towards me, I would love we'll to hear it, it in the new year, live yeah. on air <laughs> right now. And speaking of live on air um, controversies, today oh, no. is the day of our Lord uh Z-Way's George Santos <sighs> interview dropped which I know everybody's like we don't need to platform George Santos whatever but it was fun to watch her uh ask him questions point blank and him like not answer a bunch of things and then also we came to <laughs> realize that he didn't know who Marsha P Johnson James Baldwin or Harvey Milk were. So it's, uh, it really is him looking stupider and stupider, I feel like, all the but time. Like, but like, is have that one. new information, you know? Like, did you think he would know who those people were? Or did you think... Like, that's what I that's what I come back to. It's like, what what is driving this point home that he's a laughable loser doing for anyone except 
enriching his pockets. It's all information we already knew. Right. But I don't know. Um, I guess I was sort of unsure of like him as a person, if he was maybe more savvy than I thought he was. But I think he just sort of like got lucky, you know? He was not savvy. He was caught. He was, he fell apart. His stories were nonsense. No, so. yeah. He was just like saying whatever yeah. popped into his head until, and, and it, honestly, I feel like the more interesting takeaway from the story is like how gullible people are and how little fact checking anybody does that I he mean, was able to get as you, far I as guess. he did. You just, you love to eat it up. You're like, maybe he'll surprise me. Z-Way, Z-Way, I got to well, dial I'm not in. watching him on the, Shelby, is there some sort of issue going on between us? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I realize it feels like that, but this is an issue that I just hate. This I hate a, the George Santos of it all. I could go the rest of my life without talking about him. But I'll mean, give you a platform. I'll mute myself well, and you can keep let's, talking about let's talk, let's talk about another um, gay person on Capitol Hill, a.k.a. the Senate hearing room uh, porn video saga. Are you oh my gosh, I did not follow this, no. Oh my gosh, Shelby. Uh, gay Twitter was a buzz. <laughs> so okay, it came out. In. It came out that you know, like the Senate hearing rooms, they're not actually in the Capitol. They're in like the I guess the Senate building where they, you know, like confirm justices and you know, all of those videos of like senators sitting around and right. asking questions or whatever. So there was a Senate staffer and this video was leaked online of him getting, uh, I'm like, what's a PC term for this? Um, him with his bear behind up and then a man entering him from the rear in the <laughs> on the sort of like desk where the senators sit in this Senate hearing room. And so that was put online. And then it turned out that the, the, um, they, you know, they had like sort of filmed a porno or whatever, like a, an amateur, like OnlyFans type of thing. And that this guy had posted it on his close friends on Instagram. But so then everyone was trying to figure out who the bottom was. And then they found the bottom who was like a Senate staffer. And he got fired, obviously, for having anal sex on the desk in the senate hearing room but then there was all of this like well is there security in the senate building like how did this happen the no one was caught then he released a statement on linkedin of all places <laughs> saying that? saying i'm being persecuted for who i love like i will not let these like anti-lgbt people you know bring me down like i will oh be gosh, pursuing legal, like legal, legal this, action but it's like the spare well, one or whatever What's that show? With the butthole. With the butthole nude. <laughs> what? No, the, the HBO show you really like about the siblings. Oh. The um, other one or whatever. The other two. The other the, two. Yeah, the other it's two. It's like when he yes, his butthole yes, picture leaks yes. and then he has to be like, well, wait, are you guys homophobic? Right, but caring? I think the crazy, but it's like, it's one thing if you're having sex like some no, place for private. Sure. It's another thing when you're having it in a government building. <laughs> I know. I wasn't and supporting so, it. But then they realized that the seat that, that he, they're having sex on is Amy Klobuchar's seat. <laughs> and so then there was a whole hullabaloo on that. Then everybody's trying to figure out who the top was. And they were like, wow, like everybody's going after this poor bottom, but nobody cares about the top who's also 
obviously having sex say. in this room. Then they found him. He's some like German ambassador type person. Oh, it was wild. But then Twitter was just a buzz with all kinds of Senate hearing room sex jokes. Um, yeah. And it, it, I'm I'm excited to see what the Senate hearing room twink <laughs> says next and what's next. It's for him. like a red, white, and royal blue sequel. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, it was So great. it was just so they filmed a video and that somehow a screenshot was leaked or the full video. No, was the full was like video. So the I, I, it's unclear to me how like who got access to this <laughs> and how because yeah, it's a full video of like the guy from the back is filming it. So you can see oh. like so it's um, <laughs> intimate. Yes. And that, so, like, while he's, like, plowing the twink, like, you can see everything. But then separately of that, there is a oh. screenshot of something from the bottom's close friends that's, like, things that have – that that's a picture of him, so like, with his jock strap on, like, from behind. He's up on the desk. But then it's – but then the caption is sort of, like, things that have happened in this room, like, see – Sonia Sotomayor was confirmed. Like James Comey did something, something, and then his name is Aiden. It's like Aiden. Aiden got plowed by a German sausage and filled up with Jaeger sauce. And it's oh like, gosh. oh my gosh! Like this is wild. Oh so that's wild. Yeah, I'm shocked wow. that that didn't uh, reach your side of the internet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't been on Twitter, so. Maybe that's, that fun didn't carry over to Twitter. Yeah, it was it was it was it was bustling uh, <laughs> yesterday. Oh wow, what a what a twist for our podcast! You know, I've always wanted to go a little more political, and look at us now. And this is where <laughs> we are: George Santos and the Senate hearing room twink. We're basically the Daily at this point. Like, wow, <laughs> bringing you the important news as always. Mm-hmm. All the news that's fit uh, to print, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we get to love it or hate it, or do you have some sort of Taylor Swift Jason? No, no, we can jump, do love it or um, hate jump scare it. on me. We okay, can do love it or hate it. Okay. Um, I'm sort of embarrassed to talk about this, but I feel like I need to leave this year being my truthful self. Okay. So, as you I'm know, nervous. I read a lot, and yes. um, and you've started reading fantasy <laughs> smut. <laughs> no, Colleen Close. Hoover. Okay, listen, I've already read her. I hate it. But no. Okay, so on TikTok, I saw someone bring up this fan fiction. <laughs> no, Shelby, no. <laughs> so I I, I started this Harry Potter fan fiction. Not an endorsement fiction, right? of okay? Harry Potter fan Harry fiction? Potter fan fiction. But it's like it, a very well-respected fan fiction. So, you know. The, the, no. Not Is all it of them are equal. So it's a little bit. It's like one chili pepper spicy, I'd say. Um, but it's an enemies to lovers. And so this is the premise, right? Is that after fifth year, after Draco kills Dumbledore, Voldemort wins the war. Um, and it's basically a whole mess. And Hermione is the central character. And it turns into like a Handmaid's Tale situation where she is farmed out to Draco to be like his, his handmaiden, right? So... <laughs> So Hermione is Draco Malfoy's sex slave in a fan fiction retelling that you're reading. Yes. And, you know, I 
I've never read like a fan fiction. I read a couple like casually because my brother wrote one once, but I it's not oh like something gosh. I've really explored, right? <laughs> but this one, it's called Manacled. And it's like very, the reason I saw it is it's been going viral on TikTok again. It was written in 2020, but it's been picked up recently as like, oh my gosh, like if you miss Harry Potter, like this is the way to enjoy it. Because it is true. Like as I've been reading it, I've been like, you know, Harry Potter is like for all its faults as a storytelling vehicle of any sort of nuance or like, you know, I have so many problems with it after my radicalization, let's say. And then on top of it to have uh, its creator be such a horrific bigot and transphobe, it's like hard to enjoy, right? But the world itself that was crafted is so interesting and so slipping into that and like revisiting it. It's not even about like, oh my gosh, I get to see what Hermione's up to. It's like, I like the rules of the universe. I like the magic. I like the kind of like, I don't know. It's fun to, it's fun to be in it again is all I have to say. And is, do I have questions about the story at large? Yes. I feel like the enemies to lovers is hard to pull out when there's rape involved, right? Like that's, (laughs) What's a line, right? She's a sex slave. She's a sex slave. And listen, Shelby, we cannot be endorsing this on the podcast. I wouldn't say one. I don't want anyone who has ever listened to this to ever have to read fan fiction of any kind. Well, and now you're coming onto this, okay. talking about they saying, don't have to. Read oh, it. it's, I would love it's, the numbers it's on not actually who took that our bad. <laughs> it's great. People take my recommendations all the, the time. The point is, constantly. it gets. I was hesitant, but it gets more. It, it this makes is more how people sense join cults. It's more complicated. It's more. It's more intriguing. It's more aware of its gray zone no. area. No. And, and it's and it's in it, it's an impressive display of it. But what's funny is, I'm in the last chapter, so I literally don't know how it ends yet. But it is. <laughs> oh the thing about. <laughs> Is that they can just keep writing. I think this is, you know what? I think this is the all we need. No, no, no. I want to tell this part because it's hilarious to me. But I was telling Rob about it, and he's like, okay, like, yeah, I I like the magic too. Like, maybe I'll listen to it on this road trip. How long is it? Because you can read it as like a EPUB file, um, like, download download it as an ebook, basically. Or it's read as a podcast on like Spotify. So you can listen to it. And so I was like, oh, it doesn't like, since it's a podcast, it doesn't give you a total runtime. But then I did like the math really quick on like averages of lengths of episodes and how many episodes there are. And it's like 39 hours. <laughs> and you've read it all. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Almost. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, on like 1.8 speed. So, so probably like 15, 20 hours, I guess. Shelby, this Please. is the pro- possibly I'm a the most embarrassing too. thing that has ever been admitted on this. I don't know. I think I'm. I think more people than you think have read it and enjoy it just by the numbers alone. Like it's. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to know those deal. people. I don't want them to <laughs> admit this to me. It will change the way I look that at them. That is so rude. Uh, first I just canceled I'm my ticket to I'm LA. I have I'm to. Being open. I can't. I'm being honest. I can't be seen staying at the house of a fan fiction reader. Okay. You're coming across really snooty and snobby. So let's hear what your love it is. 
Okay. My love it this week, and I don't know if it's a love it or sort of more of a like it part of it. Like, love mm, some I was of it. Told I must like it. Ooh. Um, is the new Nicki Minaj album <laughs> another problematic queen? Look at us. I love Nicki. Okay. Am I a Nicki fan? Am I a Nicki fan? Mm, mm-hmm. Pull up in a gangster automobile. No, that's a TikTok sound. It's a George Santos clip. Is that what that is? No, that's a, I mean, he, he that was a George that George Santos also was asked about Nicki Minaj in this interview, but no, that's beside the point. Um, that okay. was a TikTok sound. Like I, I want to say maybe Wendy Williams. I I can't remember. Anyways, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Then it was not Taylor Swift. It's someone going, "Am I a Nicki fan? Am I a Nicki fan?" And then she proceeds to try to rap part of Nicki Minaj's verse, but like gets it all wrong. And it's like, okay, so maybe not a fan. Um, but her new album came out. There are some songs that are really good, but it's a weird album because she basically just like sampled twenty some songs and then raps like over top of them. So mm-hmm. they're all kind of like old songs that she's rapping over, which like works as a way to make a new song like we've obviously seen that be successful a ton of times but it's just interesting because like that's her whole album and the album has so many tracks and they're like all the same kind of format where she has like a couple of verses on like a song that already exists it's weird yeah that is weird but i liked it and i like <laughs> Nicki minaj and yeah you know she's crazy but <laughs> But who among us isn't, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's so well said, honestly. What a word of advice. Yeah. Uh, perspective. So, so, yeah, you can either listen to the new Nicki Minaj album or you can go read Shelby's sexual assault okay, okay. novels. Yeah, no, I, I shouldn't have mentioned that detail. It was more what my brain was like, is that what this is going to be? Because you're setting it up as a Handmaid's Tale, and I just don't think you need to forgive someone who beeps you. Okay. Next thing we know, <laughs> Shelby's going to be on here going, "Okay, so no, it's a Dobby no, no Dumbledore sex <laughs> love story, but it's really not that weird if you think about it, because Dobby loves socks, <laughs> and so does Dumbledore. Yeah, so they're kind yeah. of like it is a match made in heaven. We'll have to see. But it's actually Dumbledore's ghost that's having the affair with Dobby because Dumbledore died." <sighs> Yeah. Anyways. But it's really well written. Anyways. And it's it only 106 it hours. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Uh, well, hopefully there's something that we can agree on in our Thursday episode. Yeah, we'll which see. Which is on Wonka. Wonka. Wait, skip that? Reverse it. Wait, turn it around? Reverse it. What does he say? Was that one of the songs from the movie? It's like what he says. He's like, now listen up and listen down or something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, Matt clearly hasn't done his homework, but. Uh, I did watch the movie, but it, it evaporated <laughs> my brain real quick. Um, so we'll see you Thursday for a really short episode. Um, Wonka. Yeah, perfect. Great. Wonka. Short episode. Short. Under, under 15 short. minutes. That's what we're aiming for. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Come back Thursday. Bye.